want to get right into our final lesson for this this uh, series on the Beatitudes. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> we've been talking about the Beatitudes. Amen. And we we know that there's they go more deeper than just these eight things that we have been talking about and what we've been doing. Amen. And and reaching out to the Lord. Amen. And hopefully God is enlightening you in some areas. Uh, in this, amen, that we are indeed growing more and more under God. Thank you, sir. Amen. Uh, how God is really leading us and guiding us. And as our, our purpose here, as you well know, is that, amen, we might walk worthy of the Lord unto all please and being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. God is trying to take us to a higher plateau and a higher place. And that like a song we just sang, he's changing us. Wherewith all shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed to the word of God. When we become doers of God's word, God begins to change us. He's perf- that's how he perfects us is through his word. Amen. And someday, if we stay with it, we're going to cross the finish line. And we're going to be perfect. We're going to be complete. Amen. In everything that he wants. And even here on this earth. As we are growing in him, he began to show us things that's not like him to help us to be on the right track and stay on the right track. Amen. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 4. Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they plural in spirit, right? Is that right? Where am I at? <laughs> I know I'm a good out, okay? Amen. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Everybody's cup should be running over. Because that's what it's all about, is doing right. Amen. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Amen. Everybody's won the Nobel Peace Prize, right? Everybody's get that at the end of every year. Every one of y'all gets the Nobel Peace Prize because you go about to make peace, right? And now the final thrust. Amen. Verse 10, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. This is the ultimate. This is the acne. This is the peak of it all. When you can still stay on course, when you can still handle it. Amen. When you can still lift up your holy hands and praise God when people say all matters of evil falsely against you for his name's sake. Amen. Amen. That's why verse 11. Go to verse 11 through 12. Amen. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all matters of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for so is your reward in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets which were before you. Amen. As a child of God, if you notice what we've come through and what we've looked at and what we walked through, the lessons of the Beatitudes, and now this is the the peak here. Jesus says, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all matters of evil falsely for his name's sake. He says, Rejoice. Amen. You've got to get to a point 
to where you're willing to rejoice because you know who you are in Christ. That's why the other seven things that you've learned and talked about, from humility all the way to repentance to keeping your hearts and mind pure, all these things are designed to get you to that top rung and to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Amen. People are going to talk about you. People are going to say things. Righteousness has a very big price tag to do what is right in today's world and live right and to be right. Amen. People are going to come against you. People are going to say to you, come on. You know, you mean to tell me you can't do this. You can't do that. You, you can't do that. No, it's not that we can't do anything. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. It's just that, as Paul says, some things are not edifying. If you look at 1 Corinthians six twelve, he says, I will not be brought under the power of any of it. Certain things don't edify. Certain things don't build me up. Certain things don't make me more like Christ. So I have to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And I got to keep on the whole arm of God so that I'm not going to fall, amen, to temptations and the pressures of life that comes against me. So I have to be willing to take a stand. Amen. First Peter 4.12, Peter says, Beloved, Think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you, as though some strange thing has happened to you, but rejoice, and as much as you're a partaker of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad with exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you, for the spirit and glory of God rest upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in another man's matters. If any of you suffer, and if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. Amen. Don't be ashamed to be a Christian. I choose to be a Christian. I choose to be like him. There's nobody holding a gun to my head. This is how I choose to live. You decide for you, and I'll decide for me. And since the choice is mine, this is what I choose to be. Amen. Talk about me. I don't care. Amen. Say all matters of evil falsely against me. Don't care. Talk about me because I wore a dress. Don't care. Talk about me because I don't wear makeup. Don't care. (laughs) Talk about me because I don't wear all, all the things that the world does. I don't care. I choose to be a Christian. I choose to be like him. Amen. You've got to get this in your heart. Amen. You have to be doers of God's word. Amen. So if people talk about you because you do that, rejoice. Amen. Keep a smile on your face. Keep a happy disposition and just rejoice. Just lift up holy hands and praise the Lord. Amen. Because that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to to turn around. He wants you to come back. Amen. But if you can handle some things, amen, that means you're growing in him. If you don't get upset when people say all these things, amen, that means you're growing in him. Amen. If you lose sleep, think about what people think about you, you ain't growing. Amen. You've got to mature and grow and God, you've got to learn how to handle it. Hurts and pains and words and loneliness and all this stuff is going to happen. This is war. <laughs> Amen. 
You got to put on the whole arm of God. So Paul says, if you, Peter says, if you suffer as a Christian, don't be ashamed. Rejoice. Christ suffered, right? Amen. But let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first began at us, what shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and sinner appear? Wherefore, let him that suffered according to the will of God commit the, the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creature. Amen. Keep your creator. Thank you. you got to keep your soul. Amen. Jesus says, in your patience, possess your soul, right? You, you're going to a better place. Amen. So don't let things sway you. Don't let things knock you off course. But get in the habit of rejoicing and praising God. Get in the habit of proving your armor. Get in the habit of knowing your enemy's tactics. We've already studied on Wednesday night that the enemy's goals, his only weapons he got is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, right? We've seen that. So we have to learn how to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Go to 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 3. Amen. 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 3. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. How strong is your grace? You got overflowing grace? Amen. God's unmerited love is just flowing everywhere. That word grace also means the divine influence in your life. So, because people see Christ in you. See? See? That's, that's what it means as well. It, you know, people's got to be able to see Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so, you have to be able to take some hits. You know, uh, uh, Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, he says, if the ruler rise up against you, just don't leave your place. You both get mad at you, stay there. <laughs> he says, because yielding pacifies anger. Amen. So just hang in there. Just keep praying for him. Amen. Pray for them which despise you and despitefully use you and persecute you, Jesus said. Pray for them. Put them on the altar. Amen. He's got it all under control. Amen. Just see yourself as being worthy of the glory of God. Amen. When these things come against you. And the things that thou hast heard in me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore, my son, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. He's the commander in chief. We are his, his soldiers. Amen. So we have to endure hardness. We've got to get tough. You know, stop running out the rain. <laughs> Stop running out the snow because it's cold. <laughs> you got to be hard. <laughs> Stop running when people say things say things you don't like. People leave church because somebody says something they don't like. Give me a break. You know? Who's the stronger in the Lord? Them or you? that's the thing, you know. People leave the church, and I see them, I says, hey, what happened to you? Oh, it's not you, pastor. It had to be me. I'm the pastor. 
Can't be nobody else. It's got to be me. If it's not me, then it's you. <laughs> so, but, but that's because people are not being hard as a soldier. I mean, I was sharing with Brother to move. How once my commander chewed me out so bad, I mean, I felt like a peon down here. You know, I mean, he really chewed me out. And I would have loved to have been able to just leave. <laughs> but I'd have been classified as a wall. You know? But we got to learn that we got to be able to endure some things. I'm not going to say things that you like all the time. You're not going to say things that I like all the time. Your actions are not always going to please me. My actions are not always going to please you sometimes. Amen. But we have to get to the point that we're children of God, we're strong in the Lord, and be able to take it. Sometimes I may say something to you that I don't like. My voice tone might rise and you say, what's wrong with him? You know? Don't mean I'm mad at you or anything. <laughs> you know? How many times have you got kids? You probably raise your voice at your kids. <laughs> you know? But we have to be able to endure some things in our lives. Amen. We got to press, as Paul says, towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. So we got to learn how to endure hardness as a good soldier for Jesus Christ. This is not patty cake, patty cake, make me a man, make me a cake just as fast as you can. No, this is war. You're going to go through some things. See, that's why Jesus wanted you to see the others building yourself up so when you get to this point, you can handle it. Because if you don't understand that I can repent, that I keep myself in a humble state, that i got to keep my heart pure, all these things, amen, then it will be easy for the enemy to knock you off course. Amen. All these things that he's talking about lead you up to becoming that soldier that he wants you to be. Amen. That's one of the things military people will tell you. You got to learn some humility because <laughs> they have a way to, to humble you real quick, you know, in the training process. Amen. So we've got to endure. Go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24. It's, it's uh, all the way to the end. Hebrews chapter 11. The faith chapter. Now, now, think about this. You would think, man, this stuff would just be overflowing, right? But you don't get in the hall of faith if you don't go through stuff. You know? It, it, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But also tribulations work patience. Patience experience. Experience hope. And hope makes us not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our lives by the Holy Ghost. So you're going to have some hits to build your faith. Amen. By faith, Moses, when he was coming years, refused to call the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer with the children of God, to endure the pleasures of sin for a season. Verse 25. Amen. Notice, he chose to suffer. How many of you are going to raise up and say, I'm the stucky today. <laughs> I'm going to suffer today. Anybody just raise your hands and say, I'm going to suffer today. Huh? Well, today is my day. I might as well get it out the way, right? <laughs> I got to do it anyhow, so I might as well go ahead and get it out the way. You don't see people raising their hands. <laughs> but Moses chose to suffer affliction. 
The psalmist says, David says in Psalms 34, 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but out of them all the Lord delivered them. Amen. So he chose to suffer afflictions. Amen. He chose to be with the people of God. He chose to be talked about with the people of God. That's what that's the saying. He chose to go through what they went through. Now, you and I have a choice we got to make. We have to decide if we're going to follow Jesus and the apostles and live according to the truth of the gospel or not. That's what it boils down to. And when you make that choice, that means I'm willing to suffer and go through the same things that they went through. I'm willing to, whatever path they went down, I'm willing to walk that same path to get to the same points. You know, there's some choices we have to make to be Christians. That's just, just, just part of the task. Amen. So Moses chose to go through this with the people. He had respect. Amen. Go to verse 26. Esteeming the approaches of Christ is greater riches than all the treasures in Egypt. For what? He had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Amen. Moses saw that what God had to offer was so much better. They're going to a promised land. They're going to a better place. You are as well. You are on a course to a better place. See? So you have to choose to be a Christian. You just can't tiptoe in and be a sinner desire and sinner desire and think I'm going to make it. No. you got to make up your mind. You know, sin can't enter there. See? So he chose because he saw there's a better reward. We know there's something better coming. So we have to make up our mind. Do I want it? See? Israel didn't want theirs as much as they thought they wanted it. God was taking them to it. He was fighting for them. He was doing everything for them. But they didn't want to endure. They was afraid to encounter anything. Verse 27. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured seeing him that was invisible. Moses said, I'm going to see God. I'm going to see the same as God. Verse 28. Through faith, he kept the Passover. Notice. Remember? When they came out of Egypt, there was a command. They had to keep the Passover. What was the Passover? Always remember, you was delivered. Every year, you should have a birthday. <laughs> God delivered me this day. What day did you get saved? Every, that should be your new birthday. You should be rejoicing every time it comes around. This is the day I got the Holy Ghost. This is the day I was baptized in Jesus' name. This is the day he bought me out. You know, you should be rejoicing. The sprinkling of the blood, lest the destroyer of the firstborn should touch them. They kept the Passover. You're supposed to keep the Passover. You're supposed to keep Pentecost. You're supposed to keep the tabernacle of the wilderness. Amen. All those things are reminders of what God did for you. Amen. Verse 29. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as on dry ground, and which the Egyptians held to do was drowned. By faith. The walls of Jericho fell down after they compassed about seven times. There you go. Go around Jericho. Walk around your wall. Walk around your problem seven times and watch it fall. <laughs> Amen. By faith, Rahab, the harlot, perished not with them that believed not. 
when she hid the spies in peace. Amen. Ain't that something? She hid some spies and got into, got a whole life. She's in the Lamb's book of life, man, in the lineage line of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> faith. Amen. By faith. 32. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, and of Samson, and of Japheth, and of David also, and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith did what? Subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lion. Amen. Quenched the violence of fire. Escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness was made strong. White violent and valiant flight. And fight, excuse me. Turn to flight the armies of the aliens. Women receiving their dead raised to life again. And others was tortured. How you like to be filleted like a filet mignon? <laughs> tortured. Everybody want to run for mices. Torture. That's torture. What ISIS is doing. You know? Torture. Not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Heard 36. And others have trial of cruel mockings. Anybody ever been mocked? <laughs> and scourgings. Yea, more of a bonds than imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sown asunder. Was tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destituted, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves in the earth. Amen. And all these, having attained a good report through faith, received not the promise. Amen. Think about that. They didn't get the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost was not yet given. Because Jesus was not yet glorified. But they was willing to stay with it. Because they had respect unto the recompense. They was looking for something better. They was going to a better place. Amen. And you and I were going to a better place. And so we've got to be willing to endure hardness as a good soldier. Because God has taken. Amen. God has provided some better thing for us. That they without us should not be made perfect. So therefore, Hebrews 12, 1 says, Let us lay aside every weight and sins which is so easy to beset us. And let's run this race with patience, looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him which do such contradiction of sinners, lest you be weary and faint in your own mind. Amen. We've got to be able to endure some hardness here. You've got to take some persecution. So blessed are you, amen, when men persecute you for righteousness' sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. Amen. We're going to have to go all the way, church. we got to make up our minds. Amen. This stuff is good. Amen. Acts 20, verse 17 to 25. Acts chapter 20, verse 17. Where did the time go? Acts 17, verse 20. 20. Acts 20, 17 through 25. And from Miletus we sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. And when they were come to him, he said to them, You know, from the first day I came into Asia, 
After what manner I have been with you all at all seasons. Serving the Lord with all humility of mind, with all many tears and temptations, which befell me by the line and weight at the Jews. Amen. And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also unto the Greek repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things which shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witness in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Amen. But none of those things move me. Think about that. How many of you would have turned and went the other way? You know you've got some bonds waiting on you. The Holy Ghost has already told you you're going to get waxed. You're going to get beat. You're going to get stoned. You're going to get tortured. You're going to get persecuted. How many of you are going to go on in there anyhow? <laughs> Most of us is no, I don't think I'll sign up for that one. I think I'll go back the other way. But notice what Paul says. He said, but none of this stuff moved me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify of the grace of God. So Paul says, I'm still going. Don't cry. Don't weep. I'm still going. You know, you're not going to stop me because this is what God has called me to do. And God is with me and he will lead me all the way. Amen. To that place that I need to go. Amen. So, so don't, don't throw in the towel. The enemy wants you to turn around. He wants you to give up. He wants you to go back. Amen. But you've got to be able to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. When you follow Paul's life, you find that in the 16th chapter, he gets a vision. He said, come over into Macedonia and help us. He goes over. What happens? They get there. They cast out a demon. They get beat. They go to prison. Amen. But just casting out a devil. You would think the whole people would have been just rejoicing, man. Yay, yay. But the devil ain't going to just let you come into his territory. You know. So they put Paul and Silas in prison, beat them. You know, but at midnight, they what did they do? They start singing and praying God and praising God. And the prisons were open. It was an earthquake. Amen. And they walked out. Amen. When you get to the 14th chapter, amen, you see that Paul finds himself being stoned in, in Lystra. You know, they take Paul, stone him, take him to the end of the town, drop him out, leave him for dead. You know, we've killed this cat. What happened? He gets right up, go somewhere else, preach, come right back to the same place again. Most of us got our head rocked over here. I ain't going back. Yeah, but Paul did. He went right back into Lystra and preached to Jesus Christ again. You've got to be willing to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to be talked about. Things are going to be happening in our lives. Amen. But we've got to keep pressing on. Amen. 2 Timothy 3, verse 12. Amen. 2 Timothy 3, 12. 
Paul says, yea, and all, part of the people that live in Christ is going to suffer persecution. Right? Just a part of y'all. What does it say? All that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Somebody's going to talk about you guys. <laughs> Somebody's going to do things to you. You know? Think about it. Can you handle it? Get into rejoicing when it happens. Say, wow, I'm becoming a, I must be living right. Because if I wasn't, they wouldn't be doing it. Satan ain't going to beat up Satan. <laughs> you know? Come on. So we've got to learn how to do right. All that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Amen. Because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So the enemy wants to stop you from going to heaven. Amen. So we've got to imitate that stage in our lives that we're being like Christ. Amen. Praise God. Second Timothy 3 verse 10. Through 17. Paul goes on here. He says, But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, patience, persecutions. He says, Timothy, you know what I've gone through. My afflictions, which came at me. Listen to all the places he named Antioch. That's where the church started. They were first called Christians in Antioch. He says, man, I had some persecution right there at the church. <laughs> Say, you guys don't have that. Amen. And Accordium and Lystra, as I just said, that's where he got his head rocked. What persecutions I endured. Say, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But now look at the promise to you and me. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Amen. So notice, he tells you everything he goes through, he's gone through, 
And he encourages you and I to continue in the things which we have learned. God has already given us promises. He's already told us, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm as close as the mention of my name. I will be with you all the way to the ends of the earth. And Isaiah, he had already told you, fret not. Amen. Fear thy not. I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. Amen. You have got to be able to see God working on your behalf and everything that goes on in your life. I'm not going to leave you. Amen. He's just trying to develop us and to prepare us for something better that he has for us. Amen. And so, therefore, we've got to endure. Praise God. That if they suffer here as Christ did, they should hereafter be glorified with him. Look at Paul says, amen, in 2 Timothy. Amen. Let me, let me get there real quick, uh, Michaela. I've got to go back and find it now. Just a minute. I think it's 2 Timothy. Amen. 2 Timothy 2, verse 8 through verse 13. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel, wherein I suffered trouble. Amen. Spreading this gospel sometimes may cause some trouble. But it's the hope. Amen. You've got the answer to life. Amen. Even unto bonds, but the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake. Notice, he says, I'm willing to do it for Jesus. I endured all things for him. He paid a debt he did not owe. I owe a debt I cannot pay. I need someone to wash my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace, for Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. See, the least I can do is stay with it. At least I can do, amen. We know freedom isn't free. He was willing to give his life for me. Am I willing to give my life for others? Am I willing to live, amen, to go to where he's taken me, even though I may have to go through some things, amen, even though I might have to walk, as David said, in the valley of the shadows of death, even though I may have to endure some things in my life, am I willing to press on towards the mark of the prize? So Paul is saying, amen, he says, I went through a lot of this stuff because for Jesus that they may also obtain what? Salvation. Amen. Are you willing to keep knocking on the door when people reject you? Are you willing to keep trying to share the gospel when people tell you, I don't want to hear it. I don't knock on my door no more. Don't be talking at Jesus junk around me. You know, I don't want to hear it. How many times you heard wives and husbands talk about you know, sharing, you know, try to share the truth, you know. I remember the first time my wife tried to share the truth with me. You know what I was doing? I was drinking my beer. Man, I don't have you no know, time for that. I was saying, I ain't got time for that, you know. She was sitting there trying to talk to me and my friend, man, with tears running down her face. You know, we're laughing, you know. 
We said, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. She was basically being persecuted by us. You know? And look where we are today. Because she stuck with it. She was willing to pray. She was willing to keep after it. She was willing to just keep doing it. Amen. And as a result, look where I'm at today. See, sometimes you got to just stay with it. Amen. Sometimes you're going to get talked about. Sometimes they're going to tell you off your rocker. Amen. But sometimes somebody's going to, when they hit that low point, they're going to rise up and come to you and says, Will you pray for me? Would you, would you say a prayer for me? You know, it'd break it down. So Paul says, I did it all for the elect's sake, so I may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Verse 11, it is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abide faithful. He can't <laughs> die himself. That's God's character. He's faithful. He can't change. He can't change who he is. So we shouldn't either. Amen. Once we become Christians, we should live that same route, that same way. We have to be able to endure some things. Amen. And Jesus Christ. We have to just... Hey, going to the word of God, we've got to put on the whole arm of God so that we're able to stand in the evil days that will come against us. Amen. And so if we continue to follow this pathway, if we continue to walk according to the words and how Jesus has laid these things out for us, we're going to reign. Amen. We can endure. Amen. There's power in this stuff. Blessed are they which are persecuted for trying to do right. The world, as we look at the world today, everybody wants to do wrong. And right is wrong, and wrong is right. Amen. But notice what David says in Psalms. I meant the Psalms is not David. It just says the Psalms. Psalms 118 verse, I think, is try 19. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was right. Open to me the gates of what? Righteousness. And I will go into them and will praise the Lord. Amen. You open those gates to do what is right, and I'm going to go in and do what is right. And I'm going to praise the Lord here. Amen. Because that's what God wants us to do. Amen. James says in James 4:17, Therefore to him that know to do good and don't do it is sin. Right? So we got to learn how to do what is right. Blessed are you who are persecuted for righteousness sake. Amen. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but is righteousness, joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manners of evil against you falsely. Amen. Falsely. See? They're going to persecute you falsely. They're going to say things about you, amen, that they know isn't true. But, hey, rejoice. Philippians 4, 4 say what? Rejoice in the Lord always. And, again, I say rejoice. 
Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful of nothing with everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Acts 4, 8. Amen. Acts 4. Verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Verse 9. Amen. If we this day be examined of the good deed due to the infinite man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this man stands pure, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him that this man stand here before you whole. Verse 11. This is the stone which the builder, which I said it, not of you builders. See, this is actually, he's, he's quoting Psalms 118 where you just was before. He says, if you continue in Psalms 118 where you just read that, open the door and I go in a couple of verses down. He says, the stone which the builders refuse has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous. In our eyes, this is the day which the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other the name in the heaven given to men, whereby we must be saved. Amen. And they, they kept on to them, and they threatened them. You get down in there. They threatened them not to speak in the name of Jesus Christ ever again. And the apostle says, well, guess what, guys? <laughs> Whether it be right or wrong, we're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to raise him up. You can threaten us. You can say anything you want. We're still going to talk about Jesus. We're still going to share the salvation message. And that's why when you're reading through the books of Acts and you see all the persecution against the church and the members of the church. Amen. They are being persecuted for righteousness sake because the gospel is all designed to bring in righteousness. That's what the gospel is all about is to change people from bad to good to bring a hope, a better hope, a better life. Amen. And you have that answer. And so expect when you go to share it, everybody is not going to let you just walk in. The devil is not just going to let you walk in every time. Amen. You've got to be willing to take some shots. You've got to be willing to accept some rejection. Amen. For what you believe is right, this salvation message to be able to share. Amen. And they're going to come after you. They're going to say things falsely against you. They're going to accuse you. Amen. They're going to accuse you of, of things that, you know, they know isn't right. Amen. And especially our ladies. I mean, they're going to try to, they're going to, try to make you feel guilty for who you are. Amen. And, and most of the time, the women are the ones that takes, uh, uh, gets hit at a lot about your holiness outward living. You know, they, they, it's going to come. You know, but you always have to remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. So be willing to take that hit for righteousness sake. Amen. Because he loves you and he cares. Amen. So when they talk about you, just put a smile on. Says, 
Praise God. Amen. Amen. Because one day you never know. Like I said, if if my wife would have would accept what we were doing, she probably wouldn't even be here. But she stuck with it. Amen. She stuck with it. Amen. And so many others has as well. Amen. So if the enemy rises up against you, don't leave your place. Amen. And so we're talking about all this. So the Beatitudes must become our attitude if we are going to pattern our lives after the master. Jesus says, so likewise ye, when you shall have done all those things, Luke 17:10. Jesus says, so likewise ye, when you have done all those things which are commanded you, saying we are unprofitable service, servants, we have done that which was our duty to do. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14, and this is it. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity. And I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again unto the place which I caused you to be carried away captive. Amen. I know the thoughts I got towards you, God says. Amen. He wants to give you an expected end. So just hang in there. Amen. Praise God. So next month we'll start another series. Amen. So go back and look over this later. Amen. Let this be attitudes. And if you want to continue to study, you chart. Hopefully, I don't know if you can see it good enough, but on the right-hand side, we may come back a couple of months and try to pick up uh, some of these others uh, in the Beatitudes as well. Amen. So don't throw your lessons away. Don't throw your chart away because we will walk down those other sides over there and I'll try to clean it up a little bit so that you'll be able to see that as well. Amen as well. Amen. God bless you. Let's take about a 10 minute break and get ready for our next question. <laughs>